Hi, welcome back to Wayne's World. This is Division, and today this is called Transparency. I was on TikTok, and as you know, by being a fan of the show, many of my subjects come from social media. Uh, observation. Newspapers, are, are those still a thing? I don't even know, right? I haven't picked up a newspaper uh, in decades, maybe, right? Ah, you know what? I'm lying. I did pick up one to squash a bug. A cicada, actually, <laughs> last summer. So I, ha I have picked up a newspaper. However, I didn't read it. I, I did peruse through the classifieds for old time's sake. But for the most part, all of our news, if you're Gen X or younger, Millennial, Z, Y, whatever your generation is called, most of your news is coming from social media. It's coming from the Internet. Um, really baby boomers and some of the older portions of Gen X and uh, any of the silent generation that's still here, they tend to watch the news itself for their information. But most of the rest of the world uh, that's operating on the adult level gets their news and information from the Internet. Uh, and that's where I get a lot of subjects because I am a watcher. And what a watcher is, is I observe life. And I formulate opinions based on those operations. That's why I am attracted to a more comedic attitude uh, towards giving you information. I try to you know, crack jokes and, and, and make light of things. Uh, but through that, I'm attempting to educate you and somehow formulate social change. I, while it's an overwhelming concept to try to change people's perception. I don't think it's impossible. Just think it's hard work. And I have already beat this drum to death, so I'm not going to go into it as far as how social media and we're being manipulated for our data and consumerism, because it's not new. It's just a vessel that's being used. Consumerism was in TV prior to the internet, and it was in radio prior to that, and it was in newspapers prior to that. And it was in the town crier prior to that. So we have always been manipulated by those who want something from us. It's our job to disseminate the information and, and do with it what we will. And that's what I'm doing today. Now, we've talked almost to proverb about the differences between old and young. Now, Generation X and even some of the baby boomers, um, have had to deal with over the past 20 to 30 years a very disrespectful um, interaction with younger people. Uh, it's, it actually goes back to the old days where, you know, older people, if they weren't killed when they no longer served a purpose to the tribe, uh, they were targeted. And, and this is in nature. You see this in wolf packs where the older wolves are pushed out and they become a lone wolf and they're dangerous, but they don't last very long. Same thing with lions. When an older lion is pushed out of the, 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 the pride and they have to fend for themselves and they die. So this is the theme in nature. And it seems that human society has followed this premise. But the funny part is because of 
the lack of a standardized educational process. So what I mean by that is, is people are getting further away from being educated the standard way and they want quick education. They want headlines. Boop, 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 boop. That's how I want to be educated. That's how I want to be taught things. Quick headlines. Well, what happens with quick headlines? I would liken it to, let me give you an example. Football, RG3, Robert Griffin Jr., who, by the way, is doing very well as an analyst. But when he entered the league, he was the fastest, most athletic quarterback you had ever seen up until that point. So much so that he took the league by storm. You couldn't catch him. You couldn't tackle him. And offenses didn't know what to do with him. He was so good that he made Alfred Morris look great. He made uh, his wide receivers look great, Pierre Garçon. He even made his linemen look great. That's how physically talented he was. And through sources in the, in the Redskins, and, and, and this is allegedly, I don't want to get sued, Robert. Don't come after me, please. But allegedly, the Redskins wanting him to be a great quarterback. They brought in Doug Williams, who was considered one of the greats uh, in the Redskin history. He brought to the Washington, D.C. a Super Bowl. He was one of the first black quarterbacks to do so. He was a pioneer. And he also worked with colleges. He has a very long resume. And they brought him in, among others, to try to bring Robert up to speed in terms of the things he could not do. The fundamentals. Robert, being a young man who knows everything, didn't want anything to do with that. He knew what he was doing. This is his game. He's Willie Beeman. He's not going to listen to Al, Al, Al Pacino. I'm Willie Beeman. I'm steaming. I'm on the road. And everything was great until a lineman from Baltimore hit his knee during a tackle. And then in the next game against the Seahawks, it was the end. And he, he, he's played the league a few more years, but that was the end of his elite performance. Now, was his elite performance... Affected by the injury that he sustained? Yes. Was that injury enough to exclude him from being an elite quarterback? Absolutely not. So why didn't RG3 turn out to be an elite quarterback? For one reason and one reason only. A lack of fundamentals. And you see this across sports. You have children who are extremely physically talented and they are far superior to anybody in their age group and at the end of the day the American way is to win so every coach he had hit the lottery because this kid can run circles around these other kids and I'm going to use that to my advantage and just write up plays that accentuate his physical abilities so in a sense, the coaches went away from fundamentals to accentuate. So, so it's not just the kids, you see, it's the adults too. Everyone has a part to play because the child doesn't come out arrogant. A child doesn't come out stubborn and hard-headed. A child is a blank slate. Everything that's put into that child comes from the adults around them. So these adults forego the fundamental education in lieu of using him and winning with his physical gifts. And this, he was so talented in spirit that this got him all the way to the precipice, the NFL. But unfortunately, when times got tough, 
And when that physical ability, when you get to the NFL and because of that injury, now everyone's as fast as you, what made you special is gone. And those fundamentals lacking means you have nothing to fall back on. And because you have nothing to fall back on, now you're in your head. And once you're in your head in any situation, you've lost. You've lost. And this is what I see with kids today. Everyone wants to be the baller, the big boss, because this is what social media tells me. But no one sees the story, the hard work. Everyone wants the end result, but nobody wants the middle. They like the beginning because it's a great story to sell. And they like the end because there's a lot of money there. But it's that struggle in between that everyone seems to pass up, forego, or think is not important. And when you can't achieve these things quickly, then they give up. Clearly, there's something wrong with me because I can't go out and become a, a social media star and have a million followers overnight without doing any work. I can't become a YouTube star with a million followers overnight between, without doing any work. See, we got to be transparent at what the problems are. But we can't say those things these days because it's not PC. Oh, this person has trauma. This person has been through a lot of things and issues and they're depressed and they're, you know... A lot of that, and, and this is not to say that I don't believe in, in mental illness. There's a lot of mental illness out here. There's a lot of unchecked mental illness, especially in minority communities, because we don't have access um, like other communities do. Or there's a taboo on it. Oh, you're crazy? Let me beat that crazy out of you. You're, like, you're crazy? You're depressed? Go depress them dishes. Or go depress that room. You know, this is... so, so there's multiple faults here, but the, the situation is still the same, which is we got an issue. We got an issue with respect for the elders. We have an issue with these kids understanding that there's something to get from older people. But the problem is the older people are not being examples themselves. The older people are doing the same thing the kids are doing. I am being elderly or, or wise or an example when I feel like it. Kids learn from what they see not what they hear. So you can tell that kid what to do, how to do it, and when to do it, but if you're not applying those lessons to where they can see it and see the tangible results, this is where the problem is with this generation. See, I love these babies. And I think these babies can do a lot better, but it's, it is the failure of the generation that was supposed to teach them what to do and teach them how to do it and show them how to do it. You see, we went from an overbearing uh, uh, baby boomer generation where they were very overbearing and didn't allow you to grow up. They did everything for you. Yeah, they had the results, but they didn't show you because they raised good children, not good adults. And then you have the millennials that came up in the technology and they tried to they, this is where this started, the millennial generation and this attitude of displacement because a lot of the millennials were raised by the boomers because Gen X was running around still trying to find their youth. So the boomers at this point, being elderly and older and slowing down, imparted a lot of the information into the millennials that they were supposed to put into the Gen Xers. And because of that, you have millennials that are way more mature than some Gen Xers. Now, I'm not saying the millennials are doing this. Some, not all, not all, because a lot of millennials are 
doing the same thing, but a lot of us are running around not being the examples, not being the adults, not understanding our station. If you're in your 30s and 40s and 50s, you're the adult. You are the person that's supposed to show the younger generation how to do things. Come over here, boy. Let me show you how to change the tire. Come over here. Let me show you how to do your taxes. Let me show you what to do with your paycheck. Let me show you how to leverage your credit to gain things. Let me show you how to make a budget. I talked about a budget a few podcasts ago. These are all things that we're supposed to pass down to the kids, but we don't. We want to have fun. We need to be entertained. We have this incessant need to constantly live this lifestyle that is unsustainable. You can't go to the store every day and spend two, three hundred dollars. There's no way and make it to retirement. You can't go out every weekend and turn up. You can't get paid on Friday and be broke on Monday. It's not sustainable. And we all have to come together and realize that our trajectory is wrong and together we can write it, fix it. And then through fixing that, we can fix all the other issues in life. Starts with the family, but it starts with that respect from young and old. From young and old. I'm seeing videos of younger guys trying to fight older guys over small stuff like being in an accident. I'm seeing males overly emotional. For no reason. They don't understand that the male position is a position of reason and understanding. They're supposed to think fast and talk slow. Be slow to anger. Quick to love. But always teaching. Always instructing. Always showing the right way to do things. And how it can benefit you. But at times we want to, even in teachable moments, break down a person. But we don't build them back up. We just break them down and make ourselves feel better. But we don't build them back up. We walk away and leave all this carnage and turmoil that we created in this person's mind when we're supposed to be caring and adjusting. See, you you notice how none of this is, is, is aimed at the kids? You know, because that's what everyone is doing. Everyone just blames out these kids, these kids, this generation is lost. Well, who teaches this generation how to behave? We do. We do. If you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s and you're still running around going to clubs, stop. Go to the library. Grandpa, grandma, sit your butt at home. Oh, I want a life. You had a life. You want to be young. (laughs) Let's say what it is. You have a life and you can go live that life. You can go on cruises And you can go on getaways and you can buy a bigger house, but you can't do that and go to the club. You can't do that and stand in line for Jordans or Yeezys. You can't do that and drink every night. You can't do that and smoke up everything all the time. It's impossible. You don't have enough money to do that. And the problem is no one can tell anybody anything because I can just scream out, Fake news, fake news is about what I want. Everything's about me. No, it's about the system and it's about the machine. Your job as a parent is to create a child, raise them up and teach them how to be viable members of society and show them how to take care of themselves so they're not a burden on others. The other thing I want to tell you too is why you're running around. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking specifically to my to my ladies, my 30s, 40s, and 50s. 
You're running around here wasting your youth on carnal things. I hear you. What about the men? I don't give men any play, but I'm talking to you. Because you know what men are going to do? What you say. You know why? Because you control what men want. No, it's not that. It's not that. And besides, most of you, that isn't any special than anything around you because it's been used a lot. What I'm talking about is peace. Peace, tranquility, and a home, a hearth. See, what my ladies don't understand is that you're the moral compass for the relationship. You're the moral compass for the community, my love. And when your morality is questionable, then the morality of the community is questionable. Who teaches the child first? The mother. The mother teaches the child before the child even comes out of your body. The stress level you're experiencing, the nutrition that you're taking into your body, if your intoxicant level is not where it should be, meaning if you're drinking and smoking while you're with child, if you're stressed at the man you chose to reproduce with, the child all feels and hears this and this is what formulates the child. And then you push this child out and then they have a difficulty in the world because they haven't been given a proper foundation. My ladies, please, I understand there is this assault on you. There's an assault on you, ladies. You have been objectified and sexualized. And by giving into that, they make you think that you're empowered, but you're not. You're not. And I look around and I see the results. I go to churches and I see tons and tons of older women by themselves. And I talk to them and I, 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 I question them. What happened? How did you get here? Oh, well, I was dealing with this guy and I was dealing with this guy. And I wasn't going to have this. And, 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 and I get that. Because your choices are based on who trained you. I get it. I get it. You, the, the example that you had of a relationship wasn't that good. And you were trained to go out and do what you're doing. But you can stop it today. We can stop all this today. We have to be transparent with each other. We have to listen and we have to love each other. When you love something, you want the best outcome. Loving something doesn't mean ignoring their bad behavior. Loving something doesn't mean being oblivious to when someone's on a wrong path. Loving someone means telling them you have a booger in your nose. See, most of us are too polite to tell someone that. You got spinach in your teeth. You got coal in your eye. So we'll just let them go off and be embarrassed. No, if you love them, hey, what are you doing? Wipe that off. Don't go out there like that. What are you doing? Why don't you pay your bills? Oh, because this, this, that, and the other happened. No, that's not how you do it. You got to pay your bills. What are you doing running around with that girl and you got a girlfriend? Oh, you know how it is. No, that's not how it is. That's not proper. That's selfish. If you're going to run around and be a playboy, do it the right way. Don't be with anybody. Don't be selfish and have a quote-unquote main girl or a main guy and, and you're out here with all these side pieces. No. If you want to be a hoe, be a hoe. If you want to be a gigolo, be a gigolo. But don't break down lives because you want to be selfish because you really don't want that. You're just selfish 
but you still want the peace and comfort of having someone at home. And then you have children and you have no time to teach them because you're too busy running around lying to make up for the BS that you're doing in the streets. You see how all of this connects? See, a man and woman get together and they have a kid and then that household becomes their world. And they build and they maintain and they put into their world and they build that world together. But what happens is we get together and we don't really like each other or we're not honest about what we need. And most relationships start with a manipulation. I'm going to manipulate you. I'm a man. I'm going to lie about how good I am in bed. I'm going to lie about what I got and what I'm doing in the world. I'm a woman. I might have a wig on. I might have makeup on. Look, these days they got the full-fledged clown makeup and latex and everything. So there's lies. Or I haven't slept with this many people. Or oops, that's my baby baby father. There's, there's all these lies that we tell each other. So we, we enter into a manipulation game to see who can manipulate each other the worst to get what we need. And then when we're in the manipulation, we get what we wanted. That was our goal. We manipulated ourselves into a relationship, right? And then when we get that, now we're frustrated and upset because it was all based on lies. Now you can't get along with the, this person. You're, you're aggravated with this person. The sound of their voice is like a knife cutting through your ear because you never got to know them. You just wanted what you wanted. You never took the time to qualify this mate to see if they can even give you what, they, what you wanted. But you never bothered to find out what they wanted. And then you're in it. And you find out they have these needs and you don't want to fulfill them. And then they don't want to fulfill your needs. So now you're upset at them. Now you're backbiting and you're back and forth, but you're still having sex and you're still popping out babies, but you're not teaching them anything. Yeah, you could tell them to do the right thing, but what do they see you two doing? Yeah. And that's what leads me to this, the transparency, the, the need for us to just stop and look at our jobs and take them seriously. The number one job you have when you have that child, you're now, you die the moment you have a child. The person you were no longer exists. I can tell, I can, oh my God, hundreds and hundreds of parents, both men and women I've talked to. Oh my God, I'm so tired. Oh gosh, I'm so stressed. I need a life. I need a life. What about my life? And I tell them all the same thing. You had a life. You had a life, but you gave it up to have this baby because you knew something everyone else didn't. That's ignorance. And that ignorance is bred into our children from us. And even if we get it together at 40 or 50, we got a lot of making up from 20 to that point. All that carnage we created, a lot of us just want to say, well, hey, I changed, so I don't have to deal with it. Hell no. You changed, so now you have to make amends for it. And because you didn't do the job the first time, it's going to be 10 times harder this time. And that don't mean you get to give up. That means you got to roll your sleeves up, wipe your nose, and get to parenting. Yeah, y'all thought this was about the kids, but it's not. It's about the parents. We got to do better, and we got to do better now. We're out here BSing. And what you're going to find is you're going to be old people and nobody wants to be around you. Because you didn't spend the time investing in your children like you should have. Not monetarily. I mean, that's a part of it too. But you got to invest with them by doing the right things. We all know when we're doing wrong. 
We all know when we have issues. And the first thing we shouldn't do is bring a child into that until we're together. Guys, a child does not fix your life. It never does. It overcomplicates it. And if you're not ready, then you're going to resent that child and your behavior and your treatment of them are going to reflect that resentment. And then that's a cycle that is going to be unable to be broken. That started from great grandma. And now great, 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 great grandchildren are still suffering. See, there's this big word out here, generational wealth. Let's let's create generational wealth. No. Let's create generational health. Healthy, healthy relationships that breed healthy relationships. Non-toxic behavior that will not attract other toxic behaviors. It's very simple. It's just the practical application seems impossible because you're still worrying about what other people are doing. Once you have a baby, once you have a child, once you have a family, a wife and a a husband, then all of your single associates need to go away because they are not going to give you good advice. They're not going to give you the meat and potatoes of how to maintain your current situation. All they're going to give you is a grass is on the, uh, the grass is greener on the other side perspective. Ooh, I went to the club and I drank so much, girl, and I did this and that. Hey, man, we was, at, we was down at the club and we seen so many girls. Dude, there were so many chicks out there, dude. I, where were you? Oh, yeah, that's right. You were over there being a dad and stuff. Oh, man, it's so lame. Yeah, no. No, it's not. It's awesome. It's hard because it ain't easy. Anybody can be a parent. Anybody can, can have a child, but not everyone can be a parent. You have to be ready for it. And don't get me wrong, you can do it, but it's harder. Why not do it when it's easier? Why not wait? Why not wait until you've reached the educational level you want? Why not wait until you've reached a particular amount of money? Why not wait till you bought a house? Why not wait till you paid off your car? Why not wait? It's funny, we can wait for everything else. Oh, I'll wait to go back to school. I'll wait to get a better job. Oh, I'll wait to do better at this. Oh, I'll wait to do better at that. Oh, I'll wait to get a budget. Oh, I'll wait to just stop being a jerk. But no one wants to wait to be a parent. The number one job out here. It's not rocket science, people. But I understand why it's hard. Because you didn't have an example. So now the question is, if I didn't have an example and I don't understand how to, how, what to do, what do I do? YouTube. Google. How to be a good parent. It's that simple. You can find groups. You can find classes that are free. Forums where parents talk and, and, and go back and forth and, and bounce ideals back and forth off each other on on issues that they may have had with their kids previously and how to solve them. Yeah, there's a lot of good parents out here. Just social media makes you believe that there aren't. Use the internet for its power. That's the power of the internet. Not all the crap we really use it for. Look up how to improve yourself. My past podcast, Eight Hours, I, I tell you, go back and listen to that. Because that really helps you. It's going to help you, even in this, as a parent. There are tips I gave you in that that will help you. I have parents that have 
hit my DM. Oh my God. I I put in place your principles. They put in place my budgets. They put in place um, my, my, my time management skills. They put in place, place my meditation uh, practices and they've seen immediate results. And I don't charge for any of this. I don't, I'm not a consultant or anything. I just do free podcasts for the people. Hopefully you listen to it. Hopefully I get some advertising income one day. But I'm never going to charge you. For what? The information is free. I found it. I just spent time. But I'm going to challenge you to change. It's a challenge. Because you can turn this podcast off and go about your day. Or you can turn this podcast off, go to Google, and start to improve yourself. You have all the tools in your hand. You don't even have to go to the library anymore. Everything is in your hand, folks. Delete Facebook. Delete TikTok. Just for a week. That's what I want you to do. I want you to delete all your social media accounts for one week. Just one week. And every time you pick up your phone, challenge yourself. Look up something that's going to improve myself. Do that for one week. And from Sunday to Sunday, tell me how many improvements you had in your life. How your thought process changes. Your anxiety level lowers. And how your mind expands. I'm here for you. DM me. We can talk it together. We can do some live focus groups. Let's do this. Let's change the world. And we start by one person at a time. Why don't you lead the chain reaction? Why don't you be the first domino to knock down all the illusions that keep us from true happiness? Can you do it? Sure you can. And when you do it, you're going to consciously give others permission to do it too. I'll see you next time. Thanks. Yeah, Bobby. Good night. <laughs>